Welcome or welcome back to Pre Our Excellence Roots Based Chicago Cubs Podcast with an eye on player development. <clears throat> and today's episode is awards and stuff. Awards and stuff. Um both National League Awards and Cubs Internal Prospect Awards and a little bit of a debut. First off, Frank Schwindel, to the surprise of nobody, won the National League Rookie of the Month. Normally, I don't do comments on the National League Rookie of the Month, but this week I decided to because it coincides with Prospect and Pitching Prospect of the Month. So, Frank Schwindel, I could just leave it at that. Here, let's talk a little bit about Frank Schwindel because we haven't talked enough about Frank Schwindel recently. Here's the thing with Frank Schwindel. Frank Schwindel was available on waivers. Any team in the league could have put in to pick up Frank Schwindel for $50,000. Any team in the league could have. I don't know how many did. I don't know how many did. It may have been more than one. The Cubs might not have been the only team putting in for Frank Schwindel. Someone else may have. And who knows, there might might be a handful. But the reality was, there are a whole lot of teams and a whole lot of baseball fans and a whole lot of learned baseball people that said, in effect, Frank Schwindel, old first baseman, bad at Oakland, Obviously terrible baseball player. Stay away from him. Not worth 40-man roster spot. The Cubs, looking at a trade deadline, where they figured, you know, you know, there's a chance. There's a slight chance, a slight scintilla of a chance that maybe, just perhaps, in the next month, we, as a franchise, will trade Anthony Rizzo. There's that chance. There was that chance. Maybe it would happen, maybe it wouldn't. And the Cubs decided, as I sharpen a pencil, um, let's put in for this guy. Let's put in for Frank Schwindel. Don't know if we'll get him. Don't know if we don't get him. But let's put in for him. And if we get him, what we'll have to do is make a roster spot for him on the 40-man roster. Technically, they didn't have to make a roster spot for him on the 26-man roster. Just on a 40. Just on a 40. There was, no, there was no stress. There was no absolute urgency. There was no rush on anything. As I continue to sharpen pencils. There was no rush on anything. There was no absolute... Uh, he had option seasons remaining. Cubs put in for him. Won the claim. And sent him to Des Moines. Where was the risk in that? Where was the risk in that picking him up sending him to des moines i can't remember if somebody got uh dfa'd because of it i don't remember don't think it was anyone of significance otherwise i probably would have uh mentally linked the two together but uh probably i would imagine they might have bumped somebody to the 60-day injured list you know they did that with somebody around that point yeah, it's like, okay, we're going to bring this guy in, send him to AAA, and see what the hell happens. I've commented a number of times the last few years 
how horribly depleted and inept the Cubs have been in their upper pipeline, especially at having first baseman. They just didn't prioritize it. Perhaps they figured, you know, as long as we have Anthony Rizzo, we don't need another first baseman. Maybe that was the thought. Maybe it was something else. But along comes Frank Schwindel on the waiver wire. Let's pick this guy up. After all, after all, after all, not only might he possibly be able to hit, oh, I don't know, 220, 210, maybe hit three or four home runs. Who knows? He might even do a little bit, tiny bit better than that. Who knows? Um, next year. Next year, if he does amazingly well, we might, the Cubs might even be able to consider him for the designated hitter when the DH comes in because planning ahead is a good idea when it doesn't counter the present. When baseball fans claim to know more than they know, there's somebody else on the waiver wire. Somebody else on the waiver wire. I'm forgetting who it was. Doesn't really matter who it was. Somebody's on the waiver wire. I'd recommend the Cubs might all look into getting them at some point along the line. I said, nah, don't do that because he has no options left. And I didn't like him when he pitched for that one team. And at the time, the Cubs had a 40-man roster spot and the season was going. Now, the guy might be good. The guy might be terrible. But guess what? I have just... Describe Frank Schwindel. The guy could be good. The guy could be terrible. People like to, well, I've never heard of this guy, so he's probably bad. What you think of a player means eh, absolutely zero. What you think of a player means absolutely zero. What actually matters is how good is he? Do you know how good a player is going to be? If your answer is, yes, I have loads and hordes of data, heck, uh, Ender Inciarte was released today. He is now available. Anyone can claim him. Anyone can pick him up and pay league minimum prorated for the rest of the season. Loads and loads of data through the years, through this year, through pitch tracks, all that kind of stuff. Is Ender Inciarte any good anymore? I don't know. Not really uh, my sort of a preference, but... There's data for them. Either there's data which can indicate this player could or might or might not be especially good, which, okay, there's data. Or possibly, in some instances, there is no data realistically explaining or strongly hinting at or anything along those lines. If this guy's any good or not. Right? Frankly, y'all, it's a guess. You look at the Facebook page, or the Facebook page. Look at the baseball reference page. You look at the fan graphs page. You look at the baseball prospectus page. Whatever page it is that you dig. You look at it. You see that thing. You check that other thing. You check his age. You check his uh, wins above. You check his OPS. You check his walks to strikeouts. You check his stolen bases and attempts. You check his defense. You check You check whatever it is the heck you're going to check. You decide, this guy, 
for me, he's worth getting, or for me, he's not worth getting. Either or. Either's fine. Or it could be, you know, frankly, I don't have enough information. Oh, that, that, honestly, I love that. Uh, I was asking Arizona Phil. I was asking Arizona Phil about the forfeits that the Oakland A's have been doing in Mesa. When the Oakland A's have been playing a, an Arizona League game recently, they have been forfeiting every game. I was asking, asking on Cub Reporter, <clears throat> you, you know anything about that? Because normally, Smokey's had a whole bunch of games that didn't get played, and those games were canceled or postponed. Canceled or postponed mean different than forfeit. Different word, different meaning. Different word, different meaning. Different meaning, different word. So I asked Arizona Phil, do you know what's going on? He said, frankly, I, I have no idea. I said, that's the best answer you give me. <laughs> if you don't know what's going on, then you don't know what's going on. If you don't know what's going on, then you don't know what's going on. And that is the best answer. If you have no preference, you have no idea, you have no consequence of an idea as far as... This guy's going to be good. This guy's going to be bad. This guy's going to be terrible. This guy's going to be okay. This guy's going to be fine. And say that. Leave with that. It's perfectly fine to say, I kind of like this guy's numbers recently. However, he is at 4.17 years of league service time. So right now, he's kind of getting close to being a free agent. That's a perfectly legitimate thing to say. I like this, but I don't like that. Pitcher, I looked up his velocity, and I really like that Fangraphs has him sitting at 97.98. However, his walk rates are horrible. See how that works? Sometimes you can say, I like a guy. Sometimes you say, I, I, I really don't see this. I, I really don't see the appeal. Sometimes you can say, I like this part, but I don't like that part. And I'm, I'm kind of conflicted. It's perfectly fine to do any of those. But if you're going to say, this would be a terrible pickup. This would be a complete waste of time. And within two months, within two months, within two months, within two months, he is named... National League Rookie of the Year, and fans in Wrigley Field in a year that was thought completely lost are saying, Frank the Tank, Frank the Tank, Frank the Tank. If, before picking up Frank Schwindel, you said, Frank Schwindel, picking up Frank Schwindel would be a waste of time. If that's what you said, if you said there is no upside in picking up this guy, if that's what you said, Why does your opinion matter? Seriously, why does your opinion matter? If a person is very opinionated, they're almost always wrong. Why pay any attention to him? Why pay any attention to him? Why look at a guy on the waiver wire? It's like, waiver wire price is wonderful. You know, bring in a guy for $50,000. You, you take a look at him. Is he any good? Is he lousy? Check him out. See what happens. He does well, you keep him. If he doesn't do well, you cut him. You release him. You DFA him. No worries. 
But if you're going to look at a designated, a player that's been designated for assignment, a player that's going to be running through the waiver wire very soon, and you say, nope, do not get this guy. He is bad. And within two months, he's rookie of the month. And the team and the fans at the stadium are chanting his name. Walk me through like I'm five years old. Why your opinion is important. I can't explain explain Frank Schwindel. I can't explain it at all. I know this. Listening to AAA Iowa games the last, let's see, 2021, especially 2019 and 2018. I don't know if it was before then, but 2019, 2018, and 2021 with wherever it was that he was. Uh, Oakland, I'm not even sure that the Cubs were playing against Oakland. I don't think they were. But mostly 2019, 2018. Frank Schwindel, when he would come in to play the Iowa Cubs, or the Iowa Cubs would go out and play against Frank Schwindel, Frank Schwindel hit the hell out, hit the hell out of the ball. He would hit the hell out of the ball. I don't ever remember hearing Alex Cohen say, that was a sensational play. By Frank Schwindel. I don't necessarily remember hearing Alex Cohen say, Frank Schwindel looked fantastic running first to home on that double up the gap. Don't remember hearing, hearing him say that. But plenty of times, that's deep, that's trouble, that's gone. I remember that a lot. I remember that a lot. And if a guy can hit in AAA, if a guy can hit in AAA, and your team may be soon having a vacancy at the position that he generally plays. It may not be a stupid idea to try to acquire that player if he can be acquired for cash only with that cash fee being $50,000. Know what you know, know what you don't know. And if a player is available on waivers and you don't have any actual consequential clue on if he'd be any good or not, probably the proper answer is, I really don't have any idea. I don't follow the minor leagues enough to really know. I haven't listened to this guy play much. I haven't seen this guy play much. He plays in games that I'm not watching. That, that's a perfectly legitimate response. But as far as saying, no, you shouldn't get this guy because, you know, and, and then you go some dumb crap. <sighs> Short pause. Michael Hermosillo is not in the lineup tonight. Well, Michael Hermosillo has not been in the lineup the last couple of days. And there have been a number of people who have been repeatedly saying, why is Jason Hayward starting? Every single game. Well, first of all, he's not, but you know that that that's the uh, w- whether it's accurate or not doesn't make it any less of a meme. So why is Jason Hayward? So why is a Michael Hermosillo playing? Well, today news: Michael Hermosillo Saturday was swinging. He was fine. He played in the game. Ever since then, he hasn't been fine. He hasn't been playing in the game at all. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, there's a reason Michael Hermosillo hasn't been playing. He's not healthy. So, 
what I expect when I'm done with this podcast. When I'm done with the podcast, I'm going to type in Michael Hermosillo Cubs. And I'm guessing on Twitter, I'm going to see like 48 billion comments from people saying I had made a comment that I thought Michael Hermosillo was being strategically kept out of the Cubs lineup because David Ross and Andy Green are either poopy heads or deliberately trying to blow the season or, 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 or something, something. You know what? That's not going to happen because people who have snap ideas that are stupid ideas, that are wrong, that are proven wrong when the player says, you know what? I'm not healthy. I, I, I haven't been able to go for the last three or four days. People do not say, wow, I was wrong. I was completely in error saying this player should be in the lineup every day. You just don't get that. Um, Nelson Velazquez. He is the Cubs prospect of the month. Well-deserved. Beating the heck out of the ball in South Bend. Gets promoted to Tennessee and decides to start beating the heck out of the ball in Tennessee. You know what comes next? Well, if there's like two or three more months left in the season, they'd move him up to tennis, up to Iowa. In fact, maybe they still might. Who knows? Because the AAA season runs two weeks longer than the AA season. Maybe some players from AAA will get promoted to, uh, maybe some players from AA will get promoted to AAA. Maybe Nelson Velazquez will be one of them. Nelson Velazquez is on the list of players who realistically might be added to the 40-man roster this offseason. He is a November 19th candidate. If he's not added by November 19th, he will be Rule 5 eligible. But you know what? I think he's going to be added by rule, by November 19th because he has been hitting the hell out of the ball in Tennessee. One final thing, one final thing, one final thing. Just before I popped on, Myrtle Beach posted their lineup. Richard Gallardo is starting. Let's see. Gallardo and Myrtle Beach. Ban no. Gallardo and Myrtle Beach. Bailey Horn in South Bend. Joe Nahas in Tennessee. And Iowa is still a to-be-determined. In Myrtle Beach's lineup, in right field, is Felix Stevens. Felix Stevens is a guy who has spent most of the season in the Arizona League. Yeah, you, you can finish hitting the hell out of the ball. You can finish that line for me. Um... They finally decided, let's move them up to Myrtle Beach and see what's there. See what's there. Um, I'm not quite sure how they're going to find enough at bats for all of the bats in Myrtle Beach the next two weeks. But um, Felix Stevens getting a look at the Charleston River Dogs pitching staff. That'll be a test. If he can hit them, he can hit. Um... Full slate tonight, and as per my comments from before, if you have any comments on Adrian Sampson tonight, they are welcomed on my Twitter, Tim815, because I'm going to have, I think I just, I, when I was out doing my uh, um, shopping, when I was out doing my uh, errands, um, I decided I'm going to have a um, stream on my Twitter feed tonight, 
Adrian Sampson comments, put them here. So whoever, whatever, good, bad, indifferent, go with it. I'm going to have an Adrian Sampson feed um, scroll for anybody on my, anyone on my feed or anyone, you know, anyone else. I'm interested in finding out how Sampson is looking. Much like in 2012, I was interested in how, goodness, I'm forgetting his name now. Uh, any of those, any of those pitchers from back then. I wanted to know how they were doing because players in this situation ought to be being assessed for whether they belong on the 40-man roster. Adrian Sampson ought to be being assessed for should he be on the 40-man roster over the offseason. Maybe yes, maybe no. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, if you're, watching the, if you're watching the Chicago Cubs game and have some comments, be sure to look for my um, Twitter stream on Adrian Sampson comments. Have a great night. Have a great rest of your week. And be nice to others. And he says, be nice to others. And then he remembers he didn't give all the information. Cubs, pitching prospect of the week, Max Bain. Have a great week. Be nice to others.